Ricky Martin, Live La Vida Loca on Today FM. Before that, you had Taylor Swift shake it off, and she was last night's musical guest on Saturday Night Live. She also appeared in a good few sketches, and as always, she was brilliant. And now, my next guest is a telly and comedy legend uh, from hosting Blankety Blank as his alter ego, Lily Savage, to hosting his own talk show on Channel 4, later to become uh, renowned for shows like For the Love of Dogs, which a lot of people are texting in about this morning, and Animal Orphans. He has a debut children's book out now, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Eddie Albert and the amazing animal gang, The Amsterdam Adventure. It is Paul O'Grady. How are you, Paul? Hi, Alison. I'm very well, thanks. Yeah. I can't believe you're joining us. I'm quite, I'm very, I'm ex- very excited and nervous. Very excited. <laughs> oh, I'm, listen, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm up at the crack of dawn, you say now, because of all the animals. I don't get a lion. I know. know. Forget that. You were just saying yeah. um, that you're, you were up so early to look after three pregnant alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> do, do I want my head testing or what? Yeah, they're not due until... Next February. Oh, right. But, okay. Yeah, but I'm still out there keeping an eye on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Paul, how many animals do you have now at the moment, or do you have a count? <laughs> well, I've got five pigs, three goats, uh, six barn owls, a load of chickens, a load of ducks, oh, nine sheep, wow. five dogs, and three alpacas. <laughs> it's like an arc. <laughs> well, I tell you what, the way the weather's been, I should be out building one, getting myself ready. I just think it's remarkable. Um, and obviously, you're so well known for your love of animals and your care of animals as well. And actually, you know, Paul, the book opens with a really lovely statement that it's dedicated to everyone, both young and old, who uh, takes care, talks to their animals and loves their animals. It's so pretty. Well, I chat well, you should hear me. I mean, I'm out there, you know, with the pigs. I'm giving them, the, like, the daily news. <laughs> How are you? You're on the grunting bath. I go, oh, no, no, you feel it's a bit early, isn't it? Yeah, go back to bed, have your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> People say, who are you talking to? I've talked to the pig. Well, they're intelligent, right? <laughs> they probably want the news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just such a lovely book, though, and I've only had it in my hands for a couple of days, but it really is. So if you could give us a little bit of the story of Eddie Albert. Well, it's about a little, he's a little working class lad, just an ordinary lad, and he lives with his father. And um, But he's got a special talent, and the talent is he can speak to animals, but instead of being proud of this, he's embarrassed by it. And he doesn't want anybody to know because, you know, kids are like, they don't want to stand out from the no. crowd. They want to be part of the team. So he keeps it to himself. Anyway, he has to go off. To, uh, his father goes off on a course uh, to be a supermarket manager, which he's lousy at. Yes. And he admits that. <laughs> he said he's not <laughs> clever enough to be a supermarket manager. I don't blame him. <laughs> and uh, he goes to stay with his auntie in Amsterdam, of all places. And he teams up with a, a little girl next door called Flo. And uh, they attempt, well, they go off to rescue an orangutan from a hideous villain who's a socialite who lives with a mobile phone in her hand. You right. know, selfie, selfie. <laughs> one of, one of those. those merchants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're on their mission to save this orangutan. And do you know what you said that really struck a chord with me when I was reading it as well? Is that you've become quite protective of Eddie and that you, you know, you feel like very protective over him. He's smashing and he's really sweet and special. And he, you get that from the first few pages of the book. 
Well, do you know it's bizarre? Because you do, you know, you, you sit down to write a book and, and you think, oh, here we go again, two fingers on the laptop at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then, and you, as they develop, you, just, you start to become extremely protective towards them. Yeah. So when I had the villainess doing terrible things to him, I felt rotten for it. And I said, you can't do this to the kid. I was having a conversation with myself then, never mind pigs. <laughs> you can't be doing this to this little lad. And the other voice is saying, yes, you can. Get it down. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Paul, this is, I mean, obviously you've published before, but this is your first time into, you know, ch- kids' books. And I suppose, did you start out, as many people do in lockdown, going, oh, my God, what am I going to do with myself? And started okay. doing this. And then all of a sudden you're like, actually, there's very much, there's something in this. Well, you know, you're right, Alison, because um, during lockdown last year, I thought, what can I do? Because that was the first time I've ever had time off. You know yeah. what I mean? I've never had that much time off in my life, apart from school holidays, I suppose. Yeah. So, so I, had, um, I had ukulele lessons online. <laughs> <laughs> and dr- drove everyone insane. <coughs> Excuse me, playing You Are My Sunshine. <laughs> Million times. You can use kind of hard. Good at it, by the way. George Formby needn't worry. And then I made... Because we had so much fruit in the orchards, I thought, right, I'm going to make chutney. So the place <laughs> reached the vinegar for about a month. As it turned out, jars and jars of chutney and jam, which is rock hard, by the way, the jam. The plum jam is like, you could throw it through a window in a riot. I mean, really, <laughs> useless. And then I thought, I'd sort of written a kid's book a few years earlier, but it was 90,000 words long. And it, I mean, it was one longer than War and Peace. And, and, and as I was writing, I was thinking, that you're going mad here now. But I was enjoying myself, so I carried on. <laughs> anyway, so during lockdown, I got the characters out and um, put them in a different place and shortened it. I was a bit more sensible about it. And yeah, quite enjoyed it. It gave me something to do, you know, through lockdown. I honestly think it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a crowded market in fairness, children's literature, but I feel this really stands out. And I think for a lot of children who maybe are worried about standing out, Eddie is a really lovely role model. Well, he is, you know, because he, in the end, he, you know, he sort of he admits to flow uh, and his auntie and all, uh, as well, what his talents. Yeah. And of course, his auntie can, can speak to animals as well, although she's not as good as him, I think. I don't think she can talk to fish. Oh, yes, she can talk to fish. <laughs> you do get, you get confused at three o'clock in the morning when you're writing dialogue for the talking hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Something you never thought you would do. Is the <laughs> Auntie Budge, is she based on anybody? No, funny enough, not, none of them are. Okay. Not, I've been asked this, you know, people said, is Eddie you as a little boy? And I said, no, Eddie's a good little boy. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I was good when I was little. It was, uh, it was when I hit the teenage years. <laughs> that's when the trouble started. Once puberty kicks in, you've had it. Oh, Paul, but when I mentioned, uh, we start at nine, so a few hours ago, when I mentioned that you were coming on, um, I got a lovely message in saying, I love Paul O'Grady, my son and I watched every episode for the love of dogs, he's a wonderful human being, and the top of my list of people to meet says Yvonne and Kildare, and we got a lot of messages like that. We also got one from Chris Sherlock, who said, please give a shout out while you're chatting to Paul O'Grady, I run his fan club from Galway, believe it or not, please say hello to him. (laughs) He does, and uh, Funny enough, all my father's family are from Galway. They're all from Roscommon. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so I used to go as a child, you see, and it was on a farm. It was in uh, a place called Glinsk, and it was 
real rural islands. Yeah. And of course, I could milk a cow when I was six. You know? wow. <laughs> and That's I a good skill. Yeah, it's a skill. <laughs> 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 Never going to dairy farming, which I won't. We did have a cow at one stage, and um, she kept getting in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, amazing. That's Seriously. brilliant. She'd come in the kitchen, I'd get, I'd get up, she'd be in there, I'd say, Doc, get out. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> but, I mean, Paul, the, you know, there are, I think everyone hopefully is an animal person, but, you know, I think people who really appreciate their their beauty and their significance and how wonderful they are, are we? it's a different class of person. Like, really good people care for animals really well. I think, you know, I'm, you know, when I'm filming in Battersea, when we're, we're making, you know, for the love of dogs, I see the best of people and the worst of people yeah. when I'm in there. You know, I see I see people brokenhearted because they've had to hand the dog over because they've lost their home and they're going into rented accommodation. Yeah. And the landlord won't let them. And then you see dogs brought in off the street in the most appalling conditions. I mean, really... You know, so it's, you see both sides of the coin in there. And, of yeah. course, I'm one of these people who take me work home, so I've just brought another dog home with me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have five at the moment, is it? I've got five. The latest addition <laughs> is a Romanian sausage dog, a Dachshund. Uh, she can't speak a word of English. I've tried every language on her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so come to heaven and shout up the path. <laughs> and she's oh. an escape artist. She's a, but she's a sweet little dog. I've just got to try and calm her down. What about, like, how do they mix with each other when you bring in a new dog? Is there a little of a settlement period? Or is everyone like, sure, come on in? Oh, no, they sort of, they used to it now. They all look and go, God, he's got another one home. Anyway, but, so three of them play with her. Yeah. Uh, the other one can cheat her. She doesn't, she, as far as she's concerned, sausage doesn't exist. <laughs> she's like, she just doesn't exist. She wouldn't even look at her. <laughs> oh, no. But you know what? But yeah, no, they're actually good, my dogs, with other dogs. You know, they're, they're very curious and they want to play. Oh, so cute. So, and I just think it really does say a lot about a person, how they do treat animals and how they care for them as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It does. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Paul, an absolute pleasure. I really, I couldn't believe when this was kind of, you know, presented to us that you would be coming onto the show because we are massive oh, well, fans. Yeah, I'm delighted. You, uh, thanks for having me. I must, you know, I've got to come over to Ireland soon. Yes. I really have. It's been, it's been 10 years since I was last in Dublin. Wow. And, you know, and I've got I've got mates there, and then I can get the train to Castle Ray and go and see the family. I think so. <laughs> I think so. We'd love for you to come into studio if you do do that soon. Oh, I and will. I'll give you a shout if I'm coming over. Please. Definitely. I'm going to hold you to that. And Eddie Albert and the amazing Animal Gang, we actually have copies to give away, Paul, and I literally just want people to text in, I heart Paul, I love Paul, 0874-100-102, and continue success. It's a really beautiful book, and I really appreciate your time this morning. Oh, thanks, Alison. Thanks very much. Well, I'm I'm going back out now to keep an eye on the pregnant alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, midwife sat there in the middle of a field. <laughs> and they'll be okay. Hopefully, they'll be okay. Paul, thank you so much for joining us this you're, morning. Take care. Bye. You're welcome, Alison, and take care. Bye, bye. Weekend breakfast with Alison Curtis and Capri. Let that glass and a half spirit fuel today.